Hey guys, welcome back to the Moto Academy podcast. If you want to watch full episodes, you can do so exclusively at club.themotoacademy.com. This is an app that offers the highest level of motocross training. You guys can send in your riding footage to be analyzed. We have hundreds of hours of tutorial videos, full episodes of this podcast available to view, and so much more. You guys can hang out with Jet Lawrence, myself, and cameraman Cam, and the rest of the Moto Academy team inside of the Moto Academy app. Check that out at club.themotoacademy.com. We're just going to dive right in because I don't... I'm, I have to go bartend. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm going to bartend after this with driver Jamie. That's uh, And that's where my head's at. That's my main focus right now. Welcome back. Moto Academy podcast, number one podcast in motocross. In the world, in fact. Did you know that? I'm learning it right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's also <laughs> completely real. That is not made up. And today we have a guest. We don't have guests all that often, by the way. That's your I'm camera. I'm over here. Yes. <laughs> I'm looking over here. Camera. I'm like, wait, I'm looking at the wrong <laughs> spot. That's your camera. Forgot to tell you. Uh, Spencer Willen, who is a professional enduro rider. And what we found out today is... Yes, it's difficult. Jackson's also a professional and enduro and for, Yeah, we found that out too, which is a huge bummer because Jackson beat me in... It's hot in here already. Jackson beat me in a uh, tire... What what would you call that? I, I don't know. Just a 1v1 tired... A blip off. Blip off. A, bl a triple blip off. Triple blip off, I think. A triple blip off and Jackson beat me. But yeah, what it quickly made me realize... I got to get out of this thing. Hang on. Hold the phone. It quickly made me realize that I don't have that much bike skill. You know, like I think I could do a lot of things and then I watch all of the things that you can do that I've half of which haven't even thought of. <laughs> it's like a different bike skill though. Totally, totally different. different. Bike. Totally different. So you made a good example today. Uh, well, first of all, maybe I should intro you more. You do enduro cross. Yeah. So I've kind of honestly done it all. I started doing moto. Didn't some hair scramble stuff when I was younger and then started doing enduro cross when I was like 15 going to the US and then I did the world the work series which is like the west coast GNCC did that when I was uh, 18 and I won the pro 250 championship in that and then yeah enduro cross and hard enduro since then and but you did start in moto I did start in moto. But I kind of and did you do like amateur nationals in moto or I just did like Canadian nationals. I never really got big. Oh, into I keep it. forgetting that you're, you don't have an accent at all. <laughs> do you? I'm I, I'm no so, maybe more California than Canada. Too much time in California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you made the transition over, which you said a lot of the other guys that you race against go from trials. Yeah. To yeah, so like a good background to have is like moto and trials, but I was just moto. And then like, I didn't get a trials bike till I was like 17 or something. So I'm, and I didn't even really know how to ride it then either. I, like the last three, four years, I really started putting in like three months of training on the trials bike at the beginning of the year. Oh really? Just like, yeah, trials every day and a little bit of moto here and there. To I need to do more. Up. The trials bikes, a di whole different thing. Like it has a clutch still, right? Yeah. But it's just like, it's like a weird mountain bike and it's just so light and it like so much torque too. It's crazy how much torque they have. Uh, yeah, we, you made a funny, a whole, I was cracking up when you said it, but a hilarious point today. And like that supercross and motocross guys sometimes don't know how to get themselves out of like random easy situations where like what I was most impressed, I keep forgetting that I got to look there too. Uh, what I was most impressed by today was like you would mess something up and then you would just so easily like go backwards and turn yourself <laughs> or whatever, right? Where I, when I yeah. would mess up, I would get stuck on the thing and almost have to like get off my bike. And if I were in a race scenario, I would lose five, 10 seconds every time that happened. Yeah. The whole, the whole, like, that's kind of where I learned like the, that's like hardened row. Hardened mm -hmm. row, you have like three hours to complete like 10 miles as fast as possible. So the faster, if you're going to, if you're not going to make a hill or a obstacle, the faster you can get unstuck and get over it is like, that's saving time. So, so that's when you started learning the skill. Yeah. Of it's like, just like, it's just like, I don't know. Just, it's, it's like second nature now. I just, <laughs> it's easier. It's, it's easier said than done though. Yeah. It because is. it's it scary. It, it, the easiest, most simple obstacle, like the tire that we were trying to get over today, which was probably 
two and a half feet tall, not that tall, was horrifying. Yeah, and it's, and then when you get stuck on it, I get scared because then like you're just you can't touch. You got to know like where your feet are going, and you also got to know like where the bike's gonna go too, because the bike will like slide weird on different obstacles and like different hills and stuff. It'll slide too, so you kind of got to know like you have to know like what's below you without looking below you. Does that gummy tire like or like the that kind of compound of tire that you talk about wanting to have? Does it hook up to the tires that you're going over better and the logs better and just yeah. kind of everything? Honestly, it just hooks up to everything better. Like it'll it rolls to like the surface that you're riding on. Yeah. Especially with the with the light pressure too, like three pounds in there. <laughs> I was imagining trying to go over that tire on my Honda four fifty today and I was like, it's zero, zero it's just chance. It's so stiff and you're it just just spinning. Yeah, and you just deflect spun. and spin and it's, hard. it's fun. Even just the skid plate was a whole new kind of factor for me like having the, the skid plate cover the linkage to where i could glide across i kept expecting to like stuff myself yeah and, it's kind of oh, weird by the way we were going to have jackson on this podcast somehow now he's just sitting there <laughs> but you can maybe twist the, who set this up by the way did we allow him to set this up <laughs> look at his look at his mic am i not well set you, up? you're reverse boomed you're supposed to be out to the left. <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> Look at him. And then he's up. He's got that thing upside down. I, I mean, it's good. it's fine for now. Does it look ridiculous? I like the symmetry. It all goes that way. Yeah, dude. Okay. Sure. Sure. Whatever floats your boat. Where did this come from? Who's as long this? as they're on. It's very uh, wabi-sabi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we shot what we did today. The whole idea was we flew. You raced where last weekend? Uh, I was in Prescott, Arizona, racing round two of the Enduro Cross series. Then you have round three this coming weekend. I got round three Friday, and Friday? then round four Saturday. So doubleheader weekend for me. Oh, when do you fly out of here? Thursday morning. And you race when? Friday morning. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, at least it's not the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that'd have been. Uh. Well, would you consider what you did today with us good practice or no? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think like, I don't know. I'm sure you could say this. Every Anytime you're trying to teach somebody, I feel like you're learning yourself. Like you're watching them and you're like, oh, like it kind of reminds you when you're on the bike. You're like, oh, I need to make sure my feet right. are here. I need to like make sure my arms are here. It helps so, having some bad examples. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see what not to do. <laughs> uh it is there then you go through a stage though uh, at least for me like i do nothing but teach yeah right so then you end up in like an overthinking stage to where it's like you're really thinking about everything that you're doing right now i have a good balance of i'm doing my motos i'm teaching so it's kind of coming together nicely uh let me ask the magic question (laughs) who was the best out of anybody that wasn't you overall I don't know. AJ had his... You had the double blips pretty dialed, but... Jackson was surprisingly good. He was sending, yeah, he was sending, but he wasn't really following the formula. He was, like, (laughs) making up his own way to do the obstacles, but it was working for him. So, I mean... I mean, up is up, right? He had a a delicate touch. Yeah, Where Mitchell... Rad, he the, definitely gets the sending award for sure. Yeah, what's up with that? But Mitchell doesn't... He doesn't ride that way normally. And oh, really? on Moto, Mitchell is not like a sender, but for some reason, I that was what he thought the approach needed to be. Yeah. When it came to, he was just like he just, was just last resort, more gas. Yeah. It doesn't just, work. Yeah, I mean it. It did can kinda. work. It can work, but it can also Should go I the opposite grab way too. A mic to talk, like, can I pull it over? Yeah, or mine might just be easy. Mine's probably. I feel. Let's spin. There we go. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like with Mitchell. I mean, like for not hitting those kind of obstacles a lot of the time, looking at them, to me, the worst thing is not getting your front tire over. So I feel like that might be why Mitchell was a little more sendy because yeah. it's like you can slap your back tire, you can you can Kate, you can frame case it and like live <laughs> to see another day. But if you go for it, don't get that tire over and have the momentum, you, like you're just going over see, the bars. I'm okay with... I was okay with my front tire making contact. I was more afraid of what Mitchell was doing, which was coming out at full steam ahead and lofting the front wicked high and then ending up in like a bucking Bronco going over the bar situation. <laughs> yeah. I would rather do, 
But also the one of the mistakes that I was making, I think you said, was I was uh, getting too close to the obstacle before I try to wheelie up yeah. onto it. Yeah, that's honestly, it's just like, it's the same as like riding a supercross track or doing a jump on a motor track. It's just all timing. Like mm. what, the more you do it, the better you get at the timing too. And you can just like, I don't even think about the timing. I don't right. think about like how far back I am. I just like, I just do it now kind of thing, you know? I... But, so like for the tire, for example, and I'm excited for you guys to see this footage because it's uh, just, it's funny. It's fu it's cool to learn. Uh, it was really cool for because I teach the same thing all the time over and over and over again. So for me to just do something on a dirt bike that really felt familiar, but just do things that I had never tried was interesting. I could get the, the front, let's use the tire, for example. I could get the front tire up and hit the front tire in pretty much the same spot every time. Pretty yeah. good with that. I could get the next step pretty decent that's where though i would sometimes go real long by mistake yeah. i would sometimes go too short by mistake and then that next that step is what would determine whether i would put that back tire in the right spot to then get across yeah uh, yeah and it becomes the most important step jackson was skipping that step altogether. <laughs> i think he was skipping all the steps actually <laughs> it was as if somebody when he went paved like a a path across it and he was just able to ride up and over yeah, so weird. i don't know what was going he was, on he had some different skills that we i don't even know i've never yeah, seen those skills I, before <laughs> it was bizarre and for you to just keep you were just like he's he's not following the formula but he's not following the formula so it was great <laughs> we've got it was all luck though i think it was a fluke you gotta do it again tomorrow. see he can't accept that no. i beat him that. i'm just confused and, at how smooth it looks every time we're Where both i think i felt like i was not smooth with it like the times i got it it was like Oh, you barely got it. Um, so I want to ask you, because you started in moto, what was it that switched in your head that was like, this other thing is for me? Because I feel like I had a very similar spiritual <laughs> awakening today. I think. Are you saying that you think you might be, you there might be an enduro guy deep down inside? There's definitely <laughs> at least one enduro guy deep inside me. And I feel like, because like, I kind of I kind of goon a little bit when I ride moto. I I mean you guys might you might be familiar with the the famous knee. Mm. Yep. And the first thing we learned today is that's an I'm just an enduro guy because that's a enduro <laughs> when positioning. Jackson, when when Jackson jumps, he does a weird knee movement for some reason <laughs> and his knees come loose, so it does just come natural. But the whole I mean, you were talking the whole ride back. I think I got to go enduro now. That's the idea. I mean, we're trying to, the Moto Academy's main objective really is to just grow all of two wheels, period. It doesn't matter if it's motocross or supercross or enduro. Yeah. So if we get all big into enduro and go through an enduro phase for a little bit, <laughs> I'm cool with that. That's kind of the idea. Next time I'll show up, you guys will have like those quick strap goggles where you can like <laughs> Velcro them backwards so you don't have to like take your, hand, your goggles off and flip them around. You just flip them. Uh, what are some other things that we need to get? Camelbacks. Camelback. Okay. Like, I got. I just got one. Somebody gifted me one. So yeah. We're yeah. Good okay. There. So Camelback. Uh, like probably a trail snack, a favorite trail snack that you can put in the Camelback. Okay. What's yours? Uh, I like go go squeezes, like the applesauce. I do too. Yeah. So Everybody makes fun of I me. I slip for that. those in there, and keeps me going. And that's hilarious. Uh, what else? Big gas tank. Big gas tank. Fans. Like a fan on the bike. What about? strap oh yeah the pull straps is that rear, necessary rear pull strap front pull strap i mean yeah if you're if you're trying to get into it that's... What, what is that for is that for like somebody else to save you yeah yeah yeah. so if you get stuck on like a hill or something and somebody needs to give you a pull they can help you out or if you get like i don't know if you get stuck on a log and you gotta pull your bike out of there you can man reef it around is there some uh have you done erzberg I haven't done Erzberg, but I've done all the hardened roads in the USA. So Okay. So similar -ish. Similar, yeah, yeah, similar ish. Uh, are there sections in hardened roads that you get to and it's basically humanly impossible to get through it? Yeah. Or can you get I mean, through everything? No, there's definitely some there's been some stuff. I try not to let that like mentality I try not to think about that. Because if I get there and I'm in like tenth place and I can and nobody's there i'm like well how am i going to get through this like other guys obviously had to get through this so i try to never think that i can't get over something on my own and, and do you never know like will you get to that section and yeah. sometimes be by yourself and you're like i don't know if guys can get through this or not yeah and like you like you're like you'll almost like look you're like 
trying to find somebody somebody had to have drove around this and then you're like looking there's like 10 tire marks going on the right way that you need to go so i don't know it gets like man that sounds fun relate that to motocross though because like imagine coming up to like a rhythm like well the whoops i can relate to that yeah but like you you can't even see anyone that made it through it but they obviously did imagine just like imagine just like 12 foot whoops and you're like surely one guy had to skim these things <laughs> surely so like you, then you'd have to try to skim them right like, yeah well and i i will look for if you see marks on the top you'd be like okay somebody's skimming yeah. these things so you would know and yeah then, and you could see how high up the marks are yeah. so you can see like okay were they getting through these things yeah. like I was mean, it a rough go or were they right up at the top <laughs> handlebar like peg drag marks at the end you can see where they're <laughs> just, just like frame case yeah, marks, frame halfway case through. marks but yeah i don't know definitely i i try not to like ever think of that i'm just like I always just think I can get over stuff, like no matter what it is. So I don't know. Just I, I like want to do one. You need to have the skill, but you also it's like you need to be so mentally strong because you're out there for like five hours sometimes. So just to sit on the bike, uh, just think about like riding your bike around a supercross track for five hours without getting bored. <laughs> like it's like it's kind of hard, right? So uh, yeah. I feel like that. What I saw a glimpse of that mentality when you were like, I can, I can, I'll just. I can climb, I can get over anything is like, uh, we were setting up later in today. So we were at Dutchman MX today and, uh, we're doing a class there tomorrow and Spencer's helping us out in Pennsylvania. Um, and we were setting up like some stuff and scouting some stuff for the class because Spencer's handling the off-road side and like there's, so there's the tire that we did today. There's like a stack of two of them. So it's like six feet off the ground. And he just like, we're just rolling around and then he just like tries to launch right up onto it. And it's just like, I was sitting there being like, cause I, I've, I've seen, you know, the supercross track at the dog pound and I've, I've watched supercross and that does blow my mind, but I, I at least can understand the exit strategy or the plan of attack with like supercross obstacles <laughs> and watching you look at those tires and be like, I can go over that. I'm like, what is he seeing that I'm not? Cause it, it genuinely blew my mind. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just looked at it and I was just like, ah, I might as well try it. I didn't, I don't ever have like a full plan of getting out of something. <laughs> I just try it. And like, when I get there, I'll just try to work it out kind of thing. Like, so what was it? Two on top of each other? Yeah. It's two have you together. done that before? I've done it before, like a few times, but it was just like I don't know, just stars didn't align today. <laughs> Have you done three? I, I three would be like I don't think three would be possible. Okay. I, well, maybe that's like, what I was trying to find the limit of like, Tony Bo on a trials bike would probably bunny hop up there, but on a big bike, there's I mean you could lift it. Maybe. Tony Bo? Yeah, he's like a my dad just texted me that name ten minutes ago for some reason. I'm like, why is what's who is Tony Bo? <laughs> He's My like a gnarly trials guy, just crazy. Has he been around forever? Like yeah, still yeah, yeah, does yeah, it? Yeah, he's like a legend. Okay. Trials legend. I'm gonna study him though. Uh you wanna pull up, see if there's any questions in the comments there? Brother? Oh, Grant's got a question. Don't mess up his perfect setup Grant's over here. here. <laughs> this is yeah, Grant, by the way. Grant is uh doing I would say eighty percent of our videography, maybe more than that, moving forward. Yeah. And he's been thrown to the wolves this week. I'm tired. Are you? Do you have cards? Cards are processing up there. Yeah, yeah, we got cards going. We're trying to upload stuff. It's <laughs> it's it's a mission. Thanks. Um, I just wanted you to walk us. Aim that. Aim that. There you go. That's all you need. We're, yeah, and you can be far from it. We're dude. blowing pieces off this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I just wanted Spencer to walk us through the uh, was a seat stand to wheelie across oh, the tabletop yes. today. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, just walk us through that. I thought that, that, I thought that SD card crashed. <laughs> I was He's hoping. corrupted. Yeah. Blowing dirt. Dude, I don't know what happened to that. Well, I, think, the, I know what happened. That bike stalls every two seconds. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think uh, somebody messed with it or something. <laughs> <laughs> so just to preface, there was a, a little tabletop on like a kid's track and we just... Every this is actually just how the whole day went. The is we were like, all right, we're gonna go do this thing, and then we ride by that spot again and session it. And it we was went, so weird. No one said anything. Like I think AJ just hit it once and did a one hander, and I was like, damn, that was pretty sick. I should probably hit it too. And then I just did like a little scrub, and then he's like, he had to one up it. So I yeah, was like, I seen him like one up it and hit it no ha or one handed off the lip. And I was like, damn, did he just hit it one-handed? I should probably step it up. So then maybe I like, what did I do? One hander lander or something? Yeah. And then. 
we became like 12 year olds. <laughs> yeah. like and nobody minutes. talked about it ahead of time. Nobody said anything. In fact, we, we had a plan to go it. elsewhere. Yeah. And we just rode by it and we just saw it and just got distracted for like a long period of time. And in my head, I'm like, all right, I, we're supposed to play a game of bike. And I'm like, I'm giving them all of, I'm showing all my cards here. Yeah. But I kept doing something cool and then you would do something <laughs> yeah. cool. And we kept going back and forth. We were just one up in each other. It was just, it was just funny, but like, it was So unplanned. I wheelie across the top, downside. Yeah, I and seen, then he, I see, I see that you was straight the official wheelie. one straight wheelied it and i was like oh i gotta seat wheelie it if he's gonna straight wheelie it. <laughs> so then i come up and i'm in like just like i normally am like on my bikes i come up and i pop the front up and it's like a good wheelie too i land yeah, on the perfect. seat <laughs> and as soon as i land on the seat the bike just cool shuts off while i'm on the seat but i already, in a wheelie on the seat in a wheelie on the seat but i'm anticipating the bike to go forward so i have all this weight leaning forward and i literally it shuts off and i i don't even think the front tire touched the ground and i was already over the bars oh, yeah oh yeah so yeah and was, thank god you grant you got it, the shot right Yeah, are you good? Dude, that was heavy. <laughs> Stole. Dude. I was like, no way. Yeah. Let's hope. <laughs> no, no. You had I just fired the camera. I got the shot. Yeah, I just, I just fired the camera up. I was, <laughs> dude, I was walking out of the woods. Stop breaking and our equipment. <laughs> These guys were not cooperating all day. I'm walking out of the woods with my tripod. <laughs> Hungry. I just want a nap. I'm like, I'm like, dude, let's let's film. Let's do this. And they start hitting this stupid tabletop. I'm like, here goes another half hour. <laughs> so like I'm halfway walking there. Somebody on a bike picks me up. So I ride over with my tripod. I get off the bike, set my tripod down. I'm like trying to get my camera out real quick because I'm like, it's some cool B-roll. I pull my camera out like it's like shaky, the beginning of the clip shaky. I turn it on and it's just Spencer immediate. on his head, like immediate. Oh, so immediate? Oh, like, like turn the camera on one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Perfect. It just, and you know what? Usually you almost, those shots never get those. You never get those shots. Right? Oh, you it's always, always like, anybody get it? No, no my camera died. This always, guy didn't you always get miss it. those. But so thank God. Thank yeah, you. it was, it was entertaining. <laughs> It was kind of like, for me, I was thinking, I saw him digging in the camera bag and I knew the camera was coming out. So I was like, oh, I'll just do one more. Just, <laughs> and then when he pulls the camera out, then we'll start sending it. So like, I wasn't even ready to start sending it yet. I thought so we were just gonna keep going. Yeah. For the send? <laughs> I thought we were going to keep going. Oh my God. <laughs> Can I ask you, uh, how fun is that to do though? That was super we, fun. That was a blast. So like this, this week has just been like a barrage of ideas that we were just like throwing at the wall and like we've been shooting some awesome stuff. Um, one of the things that we've been planning for a while is a game of bike between you two because you come, you're both extremely bike skill in your own discipline. Mm -hmm. And you're coming at it from such different ways. So I want to just get a gauge confidence level, how we're feeling about this game of bike. I don't know. I go back and <laughs> forth on it because I think I would just have to, I just have to would bring my A game right off the bat. Cause if I give, if you give me a letter, it, that game could go quick. Yeah. You would have your specialty things that I would probably have very little chance of doing. And I then say, I have some things that I don't even want to say. I said just pull out a seat wheelie real early. <laughs> put me out of the game. I'll just see. I'll just cut the motor and put myself out. You don't even have to put me out. Yeah, I don't know, but maybe you could do all the things I'm thinking of that I could do. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sure like moto dudes are always got sneaky little weird bike skills that like I don't ever I've never really worked on. So I mean. I got like the, I feel like I got the slow speed stuff, but if there's like some high speed stuff, I've never really tried that I don't want to give away too much, but can you like, uh, can you take off and land and take off and land like in a wheelie pretty well? Like I've do a big jump it. and land in a wheelie? I've done it, but I wouldn't say big, but I've done like small scale stuff, okay. but I'll try it. Okay. I'll try I don't want to give away any, anything that I'm going to do here, but I think that it's going to be probably pretty fun. I just thought it was hilarious that we kept driving past that one little <laughs> kid's jump. It was a kid's jump. Yeah, it was a kid's uh, jump. One more topic before we go to questions. Sure. Uh, so, Spencer, you just had your Enduro Cross round. Yeah. And talking about it, you said something that was really funny that we never hear from, like, motocross. Yeah. Is you said, like, I didn't crash in any of the main events this weekend. <laughs> and that was, like, that's a big deal. Dude, that was a so, huge deal. So, talk about... The difference, 
I mean, that's what I want to yeah. hear is like, like AJ, like <laughs> we're going to roll a clip right now, but you wadded yourself pretty good into a dugout recently. But when was the last time you crashed? It's been it's been a minute. Months. Exactly. So, like, I'm talking like my foot never even touches the ground. Yeah. So just talk about like how different it is that like crashing is just like that's not even just a part of the game. It is the game in enduro, yeah. and like everything else is like do what you can, put yourself in the best position to never crash in motocross and that. Yeah, it's kind of a different thing, honestly. I mean, the two weeks before. I went into the main event and I crashed every single main event at least three times, which is like, that's a, that's a little bit too much, <laughs> but to like go out and not crash at all on a, a main event the next weekend is like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like it's a normal thing. I, I think probably 90% of the pro field had like a tip over or like, at one point was fully off the bike, lifting it off the ground or stuck in the rocks and had to like get off and lift it out or something. Do you, do you guys do like a super pole style for your qualifying? Yeah, we do. It's called a hot lap. So it's just timed one lap. And is that, is that nerve wracking? And because that's a lot of things to, and this is a horrible way to look at it, but that there's a lot of things that not mess up. Yeah. It's kind of, and you only get one shot at it. Yeah. Well, yeah. You get one shot. So you basically get a like, grease every single obstacle as fast as possible to get that good starting position which if you don't get the good starting position it's a two row start so fr uh, faster dudes on the front slower dudes on the back and so 16 starting riders positions in total important. so yeah so you want to be on the front row like wow. starting back on the second row is ideal <laughs> can you are the guys that are getting podiums can you crash and still get on a podium yeah i think honestly i think johnny walker who won he went three all three mains this weekend uh, I think he crashed in two of the main events. and Is that rare? It's. I mean, it's not rare. It's definitely, like, it's seen more. Like, you can definitely, you could have the first place guy crash on the first turn and go to dead last, and he could make his way back to first within, like, a couple laps. It's definitely a... Is it hard to pass people? Yeah, because you got to think about it. Like, say you're riding the rocks one line all day, you kind of got that like totally. line dialed in and the other lines could be completely different. Like there could be a huge, uh, hole that your front tire could go in or there could be Does like everybody gravitate towards the one main line sometimes. Yeah. So there is normally a preferred or there's no either one preferred line or two preferred lines and being able to ride every single line is huge because when you're lapping people, they're always going to be in the main line. They're not going to mm. be out of the main line. And so I don't know. It's kind of weird. What what I would do, like if I'm lapping somebody, it's almost like better to let them have a little bit of room. Yeah. And then, because if you follow somebody in right behind in the rocks and they get hung up, you're gonna just drive right into the back of them. So it's better to like leave spacing and get into an obstacle beside them and pass them in the obstacle in like a harder line if they're on the fast line. So you kind of you gotta be do you smart. practice multiple lines. Yeah, so you yeah. Have in practice, in practice, we have a ten minute practice, and I try every single line, like different variations. Uh, you guys saw me today on the log. I was like, let's think of like, like that jump. Mm. We were trying to hit it every single way we possibly could. Like we tried wheeling up to it. We were like stopping on the top. We were jumping it with one hand, jumping it with no hands. Stop wheelies over the bars. Like we were trying to 10 every minutes obstacle. go quick because we get 10 minutes yeah. in super cross time qualifying and it feels like it goes by like that. 10 minutes is a long time on an enduro cross. Oh, I, track. That's what I'm that's what I'm asking because I feel like it yeah. that would be like forever. Yeah, uh, 10 minutes is a long time. Our main events are six minutes <laughs> plus two. So what are uh what's a lap time? A lap time's usually like around 58 seconds to a minute. Oh, longer than I would have guessed. Yeah. So that's not <laughs> So it is. What would gnarly. it take me? I wonder. Minute and a we're half. We're gonna find out because we're doing one. Well, I say we got to do a lap time battle. Me on your, me in your kit on your bike, and you in my kit on my bike on enduro, and I'll do a moto, and we'll see uh, who can. But you're way better at. Mo well, maybe. I mean, maybe I could get around a lap. No. I think it. you could. What, I mean, what's honestly. the hardest thing? Like, what's the hardest obstacle that you would? <sighs> I don't know. I mean, you kind of got the double blip down. So yeah. I would probably say the, <laughs> I'd probably say the rocks because it's like, yeah. 
it's like kind of hitting like like there's no way I'm gonna be able to go do supercross track and skim the whoops within like an hour. And I don't think you're gonna be able to blitz the rocks like I could. So I think it is gonna be tight, honestly. I think it would be tight. Oh, that'd be entertaining. And especially like you're gonna be fighting how you ride a bike, especially yeah. in a rock garden. Cause like that is like Lucy Goosey yeah, let loose. the bike like I know we we teach like you know we disconnect the hips to let the bike do what it wants but that's in like a rut in a you know straight line that's very like in a controlled environment to an extent you know this is like just chaos yeah you, I mean if you think about a rock they're like how many different angles are on a rock like yeah. millions infinite <laughs> infinite yeah <laughs> <laughs> Billions and billions of angles. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, like, think about all those angles. You gotta... We're clipping that. <laughs> Dude, we, gotta, we gotta get that out of there. <laughs> no, even clipping as in it's gonna be a social media post. Oh, yeah, no, that's going up. <laughs> He's like, we gotta get that out of we there. We gotta clip that out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would love to teach you. Have you hit super cross whoops before? I've never hit a set of whoops, no. Okay, I would love to teach you super cross whoops. You taught me today at the very beginning, and I immediately forgot it. Was to ride with your toes maybe out, not out, but like give your toes loose, some space, so a, then your knees have gripping, some space. Yeah. Which in that in like a rock section, that's what you would want. Yeah, I, I you were doing a good job of that because you got <laughs> your knees go out all the time for some reason. I forgot. Yeah, I totally forgot. Like right when I was doing all of it, I was just right into moto mode. But it's also muscle it. memory too. I mean, that's why you're so good on a moto track, and I'm so good on an off road track. I'm used to standing a little bit wider and you're so used to having like, and if you do the, like if, if I go to a enduro track and I'm all tucked in all moto style, I'll be like all squirrely. I'll just get like thrown off the bike. Whereas like if, yeah. It's I just mean, good to learn. It's just all. good to learn. Yeah, it, for it sure. It really is. Like it made me, uh, like, like we said this morning, I had to add some things to Millie's list of what she's got. My daughter's got to learn when she's born. <laughs> UK accent. <laughs> Uh, what was the other thing? Other oh, 10 things? Um, how to ride a trials bike. Yeah, no chicken nuggets is one of them. Um, <laughs> what? The trifecta. No chicken nuggets. The Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, Chipotle, oh. trifecta. Uh, hit us with a question. Do we have a good, any good ones in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys, uh, we got like six or seven good ones. And then Greg Page immediately, the real GP, shout out, shout immediately out. texted me like four video questions. So we got some video questions too. Um, we got a couple of the same iteration of one. So, and you guys both can give a good answer to this after today. Like, um, you've ridden enduro your whole life pretty much. Yeah. Um, what or does off-road force you to learn skills that benefit you in motocross? And so answer that. And then also AJ, like take, think about what you learned today. What can you take from that to a track? Maybe, maybe the Anderson incident. For, for for instance? Yeah. yeah, for me, I think, like, yeah, just having, like, skills that you can use everywhere is is huge. Like, I found so many times I'll be on the enduro track and I'll kind of, like, be able to, like, scrub a log double or something to save time where I would never learn that. I'm not going to learn that on a, a enduro track. You learn that on a moto track. It's a mm. – it's it was built for motocross, not for – like it's just something we're doing now like we're taking what you guys do and bringing it into our side and i think like the way you guys would ride in the mud is similar to the way we would ride like you don't you ride a little bit looser on the bike when you're in the mud you don't like you're not squeezing in like full like you have to let the bike do what it wants almost in the mud you can't be perfect form at all times that's why the enduro stuff would help me is because i need to get a little more used to like the bike something i'll say at class is that I'll say the bike will never end up in a situation where I'm like, whoa, that was weird. Yeah. Or like I'm something that I haven't seen before. But today the bike ended up in many situations, <laughs> situations. that I had never seen before. And that was just a short day of on a couple of probably basic obstacles. Yeah. And eventually you'll become numb to that and just get used to it. Cause you get used to the billions and billions of angles <laughs> of the rocks. That's such a <laughs> and the Wait, bike does a rock have a lot of angles or is it <laughs> oh, just yeah. one angle? Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> now that I think about it. If it's like a piece of slate, it's got like one on each side and like one around the edge and that's it. Wait, okay. Well, that brings me to um, the rocks that they're tossing in Enduro Cross. 
they're usually like pretty big boulders that you would like see in in front of like a house or something to like I don't know like are they landmarks. Local? <laughs> are they local? Yeah, they're usually yeah. local to where you're from too. Okay. So the rocks that we different just types wrote, of rocks. Yeah, different types of rocks and. I don't, I don't know. There's a, even uh, the different, different types of wood. Different types of logs, like the the way the logs are mm-hmm. changes. See, <laughs> different types of tires. Tires, yeah, like the squish on them. <laughs> it's all every obstacle is different every single weekend. Yeah, same in Supercross, right? Like everyone's like, well, aren't the Supercross triples always seventy five feet? I'm like, yeah. well, first of all, they say that they're supposed to be, but they certainly never feel like they yeah. are. And the dirt's different. The every, dirt's different every yeah. time you go to different a diff- moisture in the dirt. Like there's just Do you have so water many- features. We used to have a water feature, but sometimes it's the same as Supercross because it's in an arena. Sometimes the moisture will come out through the main event as the lines break in. The moisture just comes like from the floor. So, um, we're me and Spencer both native Southern Alberta boys, and I've personally rode the Rock Garden at Wild Rose when they had like that is a water feature there. Yeah, like they'll run water through the Rock Garden, and oh. that's when you separate everything it's yeah. it's nuts it's a different level. like even today you think there's angles before <laughs> you wet those angles <laughs> uh do they do that ever in enduro cross <laughs> yeah they do. toss some water on the rocks <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh um uh good question that uh, we actually immediately learned uh, shooting the masterclass today. But if you guys could give a brief summary, um, what techniques are different? Coming from like everybody asking questions so far is like it's the Moto Academy. We're a motocross community. But what what techniques are you okay? <laughs> I cannot answer this question. <laughs> I'm dying, man. Who asked that? Okay, we got to give people shout outs too here. Uh, You're making up names. I'm not. Triophoto, never. I have not seen that uh, username. Shout uh, out. Who was the last? Zachary Johnson and. Zachary Johnson? Um, and two slowpokes. Two slowpokes. Asked about the. Mm. Asked about the <clears throat> endurable okay. But this is. Uh, well, the biggest, the biggest thing for me today is like I really you kind of confirmed the knee breaking loose thing. Cause I've sort of seen it, but I never really got an explanation. He didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to. I know even it. when I said it, you kind of gave me that look. You're like, dude, I don't know. Like, <laughs> does this guy know what he's talking about? And I'm like, dude, I'm just a little bit looser. Yeah. It's weird. It's it is really weird. weird. It is weird. Dude, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. I uh, can't, I can't do it. I didn't even try it today. I totally <laughs> That's why you sucked in the logs. Um, <laughs> Just kidding. No, you were nice in the logs. You were bunny hopping like Yeah, like you did have that bunny hop. You had some Dude, pro the bunny log. hop was... Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, moto dudes always just have a sneaky little, like, weird thing that they can do that you wouldn't expect. I'm a bunny... I'm a good bunny hopper. Yeah. It is that kind of... I swear that, like, that crosses both both uh, disciplines for uh, sure. Wait, on, on the topic of bunny hopping, there's a lot of places in Supercross where it comes in handy. Oh, yeah. Breaking, uh, like, there's, anywhere. There's been, and even in outdoors, because yeah. in outdoors, yeah. you yeah. can, yeah, you just start <clears throat> literally bunny hopping through the breaking bumps. But in Supercross, sometimes they'll put in, it's not even like, you know, three five threes. It's yeah. not like a three five three. It's like a crappy built version of a three five three. Yeah. Where like the first one is almost nothing. Yeah. And the second one's like maybe a three footer if you really into it just the right way sometimes you can do yeah, that little bunny hop and yeah. get up over i've had tons of circumstances where like i've kind of pulled out that little bunny hop move and i've been able to do a line that you know maybe only one or two guys were yeah able to do. like i feel like rocks and and jet both always do like they're always the ones that have like sneaky little bunny you hop can, lines and you yeah, can and you see can them see like load the bike and they're they kind of just ride a little bit different than everybody else jet practices he does it into his nose wheelies yeah yeah exactly yeah so like he's preloading the rear tire to yep. get that and it allows him to get to the balance point quicker in his nose wheelie so he could ride it for longer because yeah. he bunny hops into it yeah that's uh this is this, this is something that we, we're just we've been unscrewing it the whole time <laughs> the one time it's just going to come right off um we talked about this this morning uh but uh clark 318 
shout out Clark318, said, uh, asked best way to help my kids gain conf- confidence in their riding. And this is something we kind of talked about this morning. Mm, so this yeah. is, we've been teed up for this one. Okay. All right, Spencer, let's hear it. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> I don't really remember, honestly. <laughs> it's like the technology that they have now. Oh, oh yeah. Just so like for, for me, I mean, you guys saw it today, like just, just bride time, like just being on the bike, just like i don't know having different experiences like well, even think like, of the, the, the opportunities kids have now on yeah. from zero to five yeah they're the doing crazy it. amount of cool different bikes that they can progress on and i mean what'd you start on what was your first bike? i started on like a pw50 yeah which like, is kind of a not a great it's bike kind of just like in. they're gutless and now nowadays kids like you can't like you can't really spin the rear t- tire with like a little bit of gas whereas like the Stasics will, they'll like spin their tire because they got so much torque and they're so light. Like we were, PW50 is so heavy. I couldn't even, I couldn't even pick it up when I fell. Kids are learning how to crash already and they're. That's a great point. Like they're already learning how to crash, which is crazy. Like I can't even, I couldn't pick up a bike when I was three, but kids are learning how to do it already and they're already three years old. So they're. That's a great point. Learning like, I don't know. I think. I, feel I see like kids crash at crash. class all the time and then they go to try to pick up their bike and it's like. Have you ever thought Their about what you're doing before? Or something. They like, don't know how to pick up yeah, the bike. They, they Literally, don't even they know don't. how to like grab a grip and pick it up. So what know? I'll do, and I, every time the kid crashes, I have to do this. I will make sure that they're safe, first of all. But then I'll walk up and I'll say, okay, put your left hand here, put your yeah. right hand here, and this is how you lift yep. it up. And they're they're always able to do it. But their strategies before I get to them, it's like, have, has this happened yet? Yeah. I've seen that a lot too. Like, But little you kids You saw are... Jason Anderson do it in Supercross? <laughs> yeah, that was... That I, was what kinda... was that? Because I want to watch... Because you had me dying there's a clip of jason and he like blows off the track or something and somehow his bike is stuck on the on the hay bale like it's on a center stand but the front tire is on the ground so the rear tire is in the air not touching anything Uh uh-huh and i can't i don't even know how he got into the situation maybe he crashed and he tried to ride over and it just like rolled up and like high centered him but it it was funny i was with all my enduro friends and he like he crashes or whatever he gets on the bike and he's stuck and he's just like spinning the rear tire just like going like just kind of like scoochy in it to like get it to go and we were like we're like we start laughing and i'm like if that was any enduro rider they would have been out of that section like they would have been out of that situation in seconds because it's like the same as a log or i i just said today i was like how do you like maybe hit one log i don't know maybe he has even too like but that's hilarious had he had some enduro skill enduro guys like we encounter that like you guys saw it, it happened to me all day all day like all day all, long. and you get out of it before it it's almost like a good rider on the motocross track where when they make a mistake like the the layman like person wouldn't be able to know yeah where like you would get hung up but you would move past it so quickly that somebody barely paying attention wouldn't even know that you really messed up yeah where i get stuck up there and i'm doing the just yeah. back and forth and i just start burning out and yeah. i just don't make any progress uh so that leads us to our next question uh just mike and andrew shout out mike and andrew any drill ideas to practice failing obstacles and controlling the bike to the ground that's what we did all literally all day yeah I mean, yeah, we li- that's literally what enduro is, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, even myself, like, I try to, like, every time I go, I look at an obstacle, I'm like, I don't ever think I'm going to crash, but sometimes you just, it happens. Like, it's just a normal thing. Like, it's just so technical to get everything precise exactly every single time is, like, so insanely hard. I think a good way of uh, practicing was kind of, in a sense, the way we did it today, just with a little more room. Like, the, yeah. that log was perfect. Yeah, well, even making it safe, too. Like, you guys were, like, we could have left, like, the big tire, we put a little tire inside of it so it wasn't yeah. as deep. And had I done that, you guys could have been, like, front-flipping off that thing all day, but instead it taught you a different skill. Like, you guys were going to the skid plate and having to, like pull the bike back and then having to get back into that position and then try to get past the position you're in. That was actually a good way of doing it. So what he's described, there was a big tractor tire and then you we put filled a, the center with the small one so that you wouldn't tire. drop your front tire super low. Keep it decently high. So I was teaching you guys like yeah. that. So there then you is get kind of teeter-totter effect without endoing yourself. Yep. And then you could figure out how to get how out, to get of, the out of the teeter-totter yeah. effect. And what that did actually, and it, inspired confidence in him to do it because i got up there and kind of got stuck a few times but yeah like nothing... but it wasn't a huge crash it was just like maybe just a, a skid you... plate and tip to the side and yep. not fall away but then save it and each time i did that i built confidence because yeah. i'm like oh i didn't kill myself okay, yeah let's 
Yeah. Let's commit a little bit more next time and actually get across this thing. I wasn't going to do the tires. Yeah, Until Jackson wasn't going to do that. Nobody was going to do nobody the tires. Nobody yeah. And then once I tried it, and I did, did I even successfully get it yet? Or I just tried no, it I think you just times. tried it twice. And then Jackson's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going now. You, you. So that's great practice for a kid. Great practice for a kid. Yeah, so like everyone else was watching. Spencer hit it first. Everyone's like, there's no way. I'm not doing that. And then, Before the class even started. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like a running joke all yeah. day. It's like, we're going to jump a tire, haha, because like, yeah. there's no way. Yeah, and then we put, or Spencer put that little tire in the in the big tire, and AJ went to go over it, and he like smacked his back tire against it, and his front tire like slammed in the middle. It was worst case scenario, and that little tire saved him. And then everyone was like, "All right, I might try it," especially especially Jackson. So Spencer made it, it look. Oh yeah, I'd have tried it. Yeah, Spencer made it look it so like effortless <laughs> uh, that no one else wanted to do it. But then when they saw AJ struggle and not die, they're like, "All right, we can do it." It was pretty funny. Yeah, what the heck? Everyone on the that was the, that was that was Jackson's opportunity, you know and and he <laughs> seized it. He um, seized it. It reminds me. It, uh... it reminds me of uh, this. This is not throwing shade or anything. We when when last year at uh, uh, Imagination, mm-hmm. when Barrowman sent that huge jump, I remember we were talking about it in our group chat like, "Holy crap!" And you said like the difference between him and Axel doing it, like Axel greased it when he tried it, you know? And I remember saying like, yeah, it's, it's easy to be the second guy. <laughs> so like, that's, that's like the same thing. It's like, you kind of struggle bust your way over it. Yeah. And it just showed that it's like, oh, okay. I think, I think we got this. I think like, it just kind of like took some of that away. And I feel like that's, that's a good thing with the, the question about like how to inspire confidence in your kids. It's like trying to ride with somebody it's better. Like, yeah. That and like, but like, like, your kids seeing you like mess up and like that's like that's a way to inspire confidence in your kids that it's like you're trying it and like when they see you climb that hurdle like this is you know we're getting pretty existential with it right now maybe maybe being better but not not that much better so what inspired the confidence was the fact that i messed it up Mm -hmm. actually so like i think to when travis taught me how to do backflips into the foam pit the problem was I had no middleman. It was me and it was Travis. Yeah. So yeah. Travis does the example and I'm like, you might as well have not even done the example because it didn't make me feel any better. Yeah. I was just like, of course you can do a backflip perfectly. I wanted to kind of see somebody like yank That's on like the closer and, level to you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that same thing too, for sure. I see that like all the time. I wrote, I mean, everything Travis told me was almost in one ear out the other because first of all, he didn't tell me much. He just said, don't turn right. Uh, or no, he said, don't miss the phone pit and do not let go of the bike. Well, it's kind of funny you say that because that literally happened to me today because so we were at the moto track and you were doing that, uh, one section where it was a double double and I was just only singling through it and I never even thought of double doubling it. So oh, it was really? kind of funny. Like you guys would have never drove to the tire and been like, Hey, like let's ride over this. But I showed you guys it was possible. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I showed you how you could not make it and then also make it and you guys went out and did it and then on the same thing on the moto track i was watching you hit that double double line and i was like every lap i hit these is a single 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 so and you then didn't I, even I tried think. i didn't even think of trying to double it and then i saw you guys riding and i was like oh double double and then i actually followed um i followed you guys and like tried to hold the same speed and i couldn't even do it i did i think i did a double and I tried it again, and then I just was riding up the track. I never got the double-double. It was probably harder on your bike, though, because your suspension was so soft that it was probably, like, blowing through and then, like, yeah, yeah, it was standing you like up. Standing me up. But... Where, like, my suspension was stiff enough to where I was able to... I was trying to subtly turn in between, but yeah, I was lock, turning in between. Lock it into the turn. So he's describing it was, like, a double-double that was... Ro- big rollers that were spaced wicked far apart yeah, and around a corner and around a corner yeah and it was a little bit slippery with like the moisture too and the rocks it and took stuff. me a while to jump that i think i rolled it for the first four laps yeah. having that conversation in my head like okay somebody's had to have doubled this before yeah, right that's crazy and i had the same conversation in my head with that thing going down the finish line the quad or triple whatever the heck it was where I'm like, okay, that roller's just far enough away. Like somebody's had to have jumped this, right? So that was that was the the quad was the double stack tire for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you rolled up and you <laughs> saw the double, double stack, stack tire, and I was like, 
I'm hitting it, and you guys are like, ah, we're out. Like, we can't do that. And yeah, I, still, I, still, I saw you hit that quad, the and there's no way. The difference is, like, you saw him double-double, and you're like, that makes sense. I saw you go up the double-stack tire. Mm. still like, no, he's cracked. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... But, if you but had dude, a... I thought the same about the quad. I see him hitting the quad, and I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's uh, no way I'll do that. If ever. you had a 450, you wouldn't hit that quad. I don't think so. <laughs> really? I don't think I would. I don't think I would even try it. Yeah, because for me, like I the, just don't have that confidence. The quad's I, easy because it's just, all you want. It's just wide open. There's a letter B right there. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, that's that's a good point. Okay, let's write that down. Oh, can I see that really good? Um, oh, good the wrong way that time. All right, <laughs> we're, we're getting tiled. Um, so give like today went awesome. Um, I know that AJ had a good time because usually getting him to film anything past like half an hour is a struggle. And we were out there for like four hours, just like doing one handers on a small tabletop and, <laughs> and uh, no hander landers. But uh, give each other some shine right now. What was the most impressive thing that you saw him do and vice versa? Because we, we, after we motoed on the track, it was yeah. open track night at, at Dutchman. So we like hung out and did some moto after. So, so just like, I just want, I'm, I, cause I'm curious to hear like your guys' viewpoints of each other right now. Yeah. That's a good question. Yeah, that is good. Uh, okay, so one thing came to mind, but I bet you there's a better one. So it was when you were uh, using that little pile of dirt. Oh, yeah. And I don't even know if you su totally successfully did it the way you wanted to, but it was still, you, you were he was brake sliding into the pile of dirt, letting it catch, and then it going into a nose wheelie and letting the bike swing all the way around, like, almost 270 degrees but like definitely a good 180 of a nose wheel yeah around. it's kind of yeah it's like a flick turn 180 uh, i kind of just what, like is that yeah, the name of it it's called yeah flick turn 180 flick Dude, oh. turn Maduro 180 has the best i'm learning that they have like the best terminology i totally for forget like like the double whatever you think it would blend. be called it's called that <laughs> yeah yeah I totally forgot about like the terminology is actually so different now that i think yeah. about it from supercross to Maduro. Oh, yeah. uh so that was really impressive uh, there was a bunch of things that stood out. The the first time I saw you go over the tire, because I looked at that tire and I'm like, does he realize how big the hole is in between yeah. it? Or like, why yeah, you is... were like, wait, are you sure this is the tire? And I'm like, yeah, this is the one. I've already yeah. gone over it. <laughs> in, in my head, I'm like, no, that's not. Yeah, no you way. weren't stoked when you first saw it. You're like, no, there's no way. <laughs> I could tell. I was like, there's yeah, no way you stoked. The way you did it the first time where it didn't look like you just clobbered through it. Like you very much, I saw, I downloaded what you did instantly. I'm like, okay, he put his front tire there. He blipped. He jumped across and he jumped across <laughs> again. Like I saw all the steps in my head. I'm like, whoa, like, that's pretty calculated and impressive yeah. and scary it's um, scary for me for for me uh when you did the stall where you got your just your front tire on the tire on the edge of the obstacle and held it there while like feeding oh, yeah. feeding gas <laughs> yep, and yep. holding the brake and the front brake and modulating the clutch because like that was like like a ray does that on a supercross track he holds all of those controls at all times, but like to do it and like to just like park yourself there. That was so sick. I take back my answer. You did? I take back on purpose. I take my stall. You could have just said, yeah. It's still uh, stalled and I had to save it. That was the most impressive thing that he did. I forgot about that one. So yeah, just wheelied up, planted front tire, and then was lightly using the clutch and like one like percent like of power. You're like the clutch. It's kind of like you jam yourself it. in there. You jam yourself in it so that the wheels are stuck. I've seen it on TV before, and I understand the concept. Yeah, and I've done it. I mean, you can do it on a on a on like a BMX bike where you kind of pedal into the wall. Yeah, and you can balance yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just like it wasn't on top where it's like parked. It was like ramming into it. I was it. ramming into it, so I was literally just like wedging myself in there, yes. like a like a wedge. I understand the concept. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a wedge. <laughs> Dude, you get in there like a wedge. Oh, he, is, he knows his angles. <laughs> Wedges, angles. How many angles around the wedge? Dude, how Probably many, like, like two. A, like a rock. How many angles of a tire are there? Dude. There's <laughs> infinite. There's literally... <laughs> it's a circle. It goes on forever. It does. It never stops. There's just... That's literally what it is. It's just all angles. <laughs> okay. And vice versa. I think... Watching you guys ride the motor. Oh, one that was super sick was the inside of the table. So w 
there was a huge like step table thing that we hit in the morning and then it was all fresh and brand new so it was like just an easy lip and then by the end you got you did some motos on it and it uh got rutted up on the inside yeah so i actually switched my line and i was going i kept going further left like i'd go one rut over and then somebody would hit it and it would get dug out into a rut and then i'd have to go one more rut over so i because kept, you like, didn't want to do i didn't want to be in the rut i wanted to be on the oh. smooth face so i kind of like and then I saw you go up the inside and you like oppoed the jump too, but I'm pretty sure you like I couldn't tell if you cross rutted or if you like actually oppoed, but it was so sick to like see somebody whip out of a out of a rut because that's like so techy. That's a good thing. Like compliment. I can't do that. I get scared of their ruts. Like I can't I well to I do that. I I was finding the deepest one so I could do that with more confidence. Yeah, and, yeah. and like the weird thing is too is you're on like the low line of the the lip. And the lip was turning a, the same, a different way of the landing. So I kept feeling like I, if I would go up that inside, I felt like I wasn't going to hit the landing every time. So I felt safer in the middle. But it was so sick to see you like just crest the edge of the jump like every huh. time. And that's you're cool. like barely off the edge, staying so low. Like that's like so techy, I feel like. Uh, did you jump it from the inside rut in the corner? Because that's I why I was it. ending up there because yeah. I was hitting that rut in the inside. No, I never did it from the inside either. I was just always doing it from that the inside. That was the best rut in the corner because nobody else was hitting it. <laughs> I was chopped. The other ones were all chopped up from Oh, us. yeah. They were all getting blown up. I don't know. I, I was hitting the inside. I was, I was blowing up some. That so, there was somebody on the course that was blowing out the ruts. I, I might have boo a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but that rut was nice because I could tell there wasn't really anybody going in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, there was literally <laughs> Out there, there weren't had, enough angles out they there. They had for him. new angles by the end. <laughs> like it was weird. He's trying to add more angles. What was your uh favorite part of that track? Uh I liked hitting the big jump. Like it was just kind of like it was just cool to like That was a fun jump. Dude, it was fun. They had a six steep Honestly, landing. the most fun that I have had all day was doing that little kids jump. Like that was literally the most <laughs> <I know>. fun. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> The track owner is gonna come and see a bunch of ruts in the side of this tabletop. He's gonna be like, "What the like, hell?" Like, I happened? feel like that was just so sick to me. Like, you just showed me like all your cool little like techie things that no one really knows, and I showed you all mine. Like, yeah. it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> like you were just like, "Hey, I could do a one hander," and I was like, "I could probably hit one." Because you know what two. that is? That's all the stupid things you practice when you were a kid that like yeah. nobody knows you yeah, can nobody even knows, do. Because yeah. when are you gonna do yeah. that? I think that stuff's like the that was that was like probably the coolest thing just to see like that for me I feel like that yeah. was like the most impressive thing it was just cool to see you uh, that just that. makes me think of like that that's why I like the sport because it really when it, you kind of strip away to the root of what the, it's being creative yeah it is you can be super creative everybody has yes a lot of people ride similar but everybody's has their things yeah it's true like no, when was, you start playing around on that jump like you see like what what you have up your sleeve like i feel like you didn't even show me everything you could do like i feel like there's just like we could have stayed there dude for... i could keep going forever that's i know all i like, used to do like i had so many yeah things. like we were just that, doing like little I, weird stuff kid, that's what i thought riding was like that's literally like i never got to ride track or anything you know so what you like... were good at the nose wheelie across the top you oh got, yeah you got he, it every time like, it took me like four he tries like whips when he does it too uh, i saw that he, like one. he steps he gets it to step out yeah i try to step it up. that's actually dude we got to go back we got to go film an episode there <laughs> yeah yeah we got to go back there yeah uh so that nose really thing was the coolest thing i think that yeah that was fun that you were doing and you were able to get it consistent but it was, was kind of cool. cool though like i think like you i like it almost looked like you learned off me you saw me the speed that i went and then yeah, you were like match the speed and you had the pop off too and it was, I don't know. It's just because like, I didn't trust the speed at first. Yeah. And I saw you do. It. I'm like, okay. You're like, works. oh yeah, okay. That's the speed. I don't know. It's just crazy. It's cool to see for me. It's cool that's to see fun. like I you like do. When you pulled the 180 out like immediately. Yeah. Oh, I tried. Tried. He didn't do that first. I, I got didn't a 360 do before. Have you? I mean, I not a full 360, but like probably like just close to 270. Yeah. Like almost all the way. That but same way. Sit down. You come in at plant. a yeah. You come in at a weird angle and you kind of leave at a weird angle. So it's not a full 360, but. Uh, kind of like a bunch. I've 270 at a bunch where to like it was like in the similar setting where you're kind of hitting the corner of a yeah. jump sideways. Yeah. And I was able to 270 around and I feel land. like it's like a bow tie. Like mm. for me, I just like I can never get the full 360. It's just a bow tie every time. Who uh who was the guy that I would have seen first hey, do that? Colton Hager is like the guy that does it like yep. the sickest. He'll come in, like sit down and just second gear, and you just like second Almost. gear pops it and just like 
like a cork. It's like a cork. Yeah, yeah. like the way the bike and like the inertia is all spinning. You have to like he like corks it out. Yeah, it must just Which make it sick. come around. I, I would love to be fun to do it with you too. I would love to find a good. The best place I've seen somebody do it, and I've done it in a scenario like this, is like kind of little ledge of a lip similar to the one we had today and then on the other side just like a sand hill yeah yeah sand like yeah just like a weird peak. something that gives you like confidence a weird peak that you can land into soft too is, yeah that's how i did it greg page real, real GP, gp question sure what's up boys real gp here uh i've got a quick question for moto and off-road about rear wheel steering uh is it a technique that i should learn or that we as riders should learn uh how to do it and where is it beneficial to use rear wheel steering and where might it be not beneficial or where should I not worry about it too much? Thanks. Do you do that ever? I, I feel like for me, rear wheel placement is like huge. I feel like that's massive for enduro because there's like, there's no really one line. So you can't like really choose where to go. So being able to like, move the rear tire a few inches if you have to to get out of like a little rock line or like into like dry dirt or whatever mm -hmm. i feel like i'm always just trying to find the best place to have my rear tire especially if you're like on a hill climb for example if your rear tire is hitting every single route and you're not worrying about where it's driving you're gonna lose speed and you won't make the hill whereas if you can steer the rear tire around the roots and keep it on the dirt the whole time you'll have way more traction going up do you ever have corners in enduro cross that are like a almost like a flat track style yeah corner? that's all it is is flat track usually oh. so so you're in are you ever uh kind of like drifting in yeah a sense? yeah so you want yeah the fastest way to hit it is to like swing out wide turn and like kind of yeah. like slide in and then cut it to the inside like sliding and not letting off the gas and keeping the rear tire like kind of just spinning the whole time yeah i feel like you're always the best way to hit all those things on a enduro cross track is like be squared up to it yeah so it's not like moment mm. like motocross is momentum on an angle out of a corner and you keep that flow yeah whereas enduro is like slide a tight like 90 straight square, on yeah square right up and, yeah. yeah especially if there's like if there's a log on the other side of the turn you're not going to come around the turn sideways because if you come around the turn sideways, you're hitting the log sideways. You're going to come around, slide sideways, and then land the way you want to go, point and kind of shoot. It's kind of like a – that's what enduro cross is just like pointing and shooting, I feel like. But then once you want to shave the lap times, you break in like the the drift slide and like slide and being able to slide into the obstacle and like kind of scrub it a little bit. I want to go to one now, <laughs> at least the spectate. So We're at an hour or two so we can – yeah, I, I just want to ask Spencer, uh, like, you you got to hang out with the crew. Yeah. Uh, meet the boys. You've gelled right away. That was, like, we had a blast today. Thank you so much for coming out and, and doing that with us. Like, I know you're really holding some toddler's hands today. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. It's like, thanks for helping, Dad. Mid-season. Mid-season, yeah. mid too. Like, that's a that's a cat move <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, but what, so what? we're all moto guys all we know is moto where do we go like what what kind of races should we be looking like i genuinely want to like do this yeah. like this is like my thing i've this is me now yeah so, so i mean it's tell good us where to, to go <laughs> what, do we do? what do we do what do we buy what do you guys so you guys are in is are you guys I claiming think we're in Florida? Now. so at the start of the podcast it was kind of like we might be hardened or we might be enduro guys, but now you guys are saying you're in. I think we're in. What <laughs> events do we sign up for? Because uh, can we go straight to Erzberg? Like, what are we working with here? So you definitely, yeah. I mean, for me, it's good to start small, I think. Like, you definitely don't want to throw yourself in there and fly all the way to Erzberg and waste a bunch of money your first year to not be able to make it up the first hill, you know? Can <laughs> you imagine? Dude, all of Team Moto Academy just stuck on the first hill. You guys after just spend I spend like, like 40 grand. 40 grand. Everybody's <laughs> over there, rent bikes, like the whole deal, and you get up the quad trail and you get to the first hill climb and you're like, okay, and you're stuck there. Like, dude, you just went that all that way. So, I mean... Just calling Spencer. <laughs> hey, what do we do? Are you, are you looping back? Can you get on the app? <laughs> Can you get on the app and show us how? Man. Um, I'm excited. To start to do a little bit, of, especially I, I was hoping the KDX was a little further along. Shout, shout out driver Jamie. KDX doesn't look close. I, I saw it. I, yeah. It doesn't look close. Did you anybody peek in that air box? No. Oh my God. There was a rat that was living in there or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So wait, events. Um, oh yeah. So please. yeah, for you guys to go check out events, I'd say like start small. Like GNCCs are a little bit gnarly for out, out east here. Like they're not a full enduro race, but they're they're gnarly. Like it's a fast. The one that I did was Mason Dixon, and it was, it's kind of like quad trails, like techie quad trails, and then. Cool. But there is some single track and like maybe some enduro obstacles. You never know what you're gonna get. So that's a good series to get into. Like works on the east coast or on the west coast is kind of like more of a moto race, but with some off road added. That's like what all the moto dudes are have been doing. Like Chance Hymas and uh, who else? There's a couple other dudes that have done them. I know like I did the Glen Helen 24 hour before. Okay, yeah. So that's a good one. Just like stuff we to start. Absolutely small. need to do that now. Now? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I loved that before, and I did it on like a 1994 Yamaha 250. It was horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, start small, hair scrambles, and then kind of work your way up. And once you learn how to do a hair scramble, you're going to have to learn those, like, tips we talked about today, lifting up the front tire and stuff over logs and whatnot, whatever you might come across. Like, you don't know what you're going to get into. So, yeah, hair scrambles and then just riding, like, just practicing obstacles, honestly, like, and then showing up to whatever race you want to do like if you want to be a hardened neuro guy then go out and practice big rock sections and crazy hill climbs and if you want to go to uh enduro cross then that's where you want to ride more of like a condensed track you don't really need to be out practicing hill climbs if you're gonna go to an enduro cross um i have we just bought a we just moved to connecticut my wife and i the house we just bought backs up to the state forest and then the state forest connects to a bunch of different trail systems. There is hun- there's hundreds and hundreds of miles of really good single track. And there's a bunch of fast guys to ride with too. Like I ran into Ben Kelly yeah. last week and he's like, oh, I'm going to be up here all November. Uh, I'd love to, you know, we do moto together. I'm like, can I go in the woods with you? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So that's a little scary because he <laughs> goes really fast. Yeah, he's gnarly. But yeah, I don't know. Even just like having somebody to learn with is huge too. Like it's so hard to go out there and should learn I cut on my your bars? Own. I mean, you're in, right? So if I'm you're in, in, you so should I, probably yes, cut okay. them. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, <laughs> break out the freaking sawzall. Um, you're gonna need to swap out that uh, 19 inch rear tire too, though. Get a gummy on there. Yeah. If you're really looking to i'm gonna start running supercross on the 18 <laughs> yeah people yeah are... yeah you'll you'll be very slow but if you get caught in a hay bale we'll dude right out, right out of that thing yeah um spencer where can we find you where can people the people want to know spencer how do the yeah, people so find spencer i actually film some uh some youtube videos so i try to i film race vlogs and then i film just like doing random stuff like jumping a limo on a dirt bike or like wheeling the roof of a limo on a dirt bike or riding over tractor tires just random stuff so i got a youtube channel it's my name spencer wilton and then on my instagram i upload lots of lots of videos there photos from races if you want to follow along it's uh spencer wilton 17 and then yeah just tiktok spencer wilton 17 where did the 17 come from so 17 was the year i was 17 years old i turned pro in 2017 and i finished 17th at the first enduro cross that i raced in pro so i was like i I had i had a three digit number and when i went pro i was like i want to get a two digit number so 17 just fit it it's a cool number yeah it's a cool number great thank you really thank you it was very fun uh we've got a long day ahead of us tomorrow too so thank you for putting in the like it's no joke that no, was a long serious. day. Yeah, it was long. Uh, so, and we've got to do this until Sunday, and you're gonna have a busy yeah. schedule flying back. And yeah, yeah, it's no joke. So, thank you for doing it. Um, okay, number one podcast motocross. Like I said, I got to go bartend <laughs> right now with driver Jamie. So we're gonna be in the mix. Okay, toodaloo.